dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Embarking on international research during the pandemic. I have to pinch myself sometimes when I realise it's been nearly a year since the pandemic fully took hold of us. It's not been great for anyone, but for those of us with family abroad, it's even trickier, I guess. Before March 2020, I never would have thought we would not be allowed to travel abroad or to have hotel quarantine when we return, something out of novels. As researchers, we tend to have an international outlook, be that to read about what other countries have researched, attending conferences, international site visits or research collaborations. Luckily, we have Zoom, not Teams necessarily, as this tends to heat up everyone's laptop far too much. So we can easily connect both with our colleagues at our university, as well as with collaborators across the globe. Whilst I'm sure many of us are missing going to conferences abroad and traveling as part of our job, luckily opportunities for international research and funding opportunities have not been affected by the pandemic. If anything, it feels even more important now to conduct international research to see how something that affects everyone might differ slightly between people living in, say, Germany to those living in India, or between Colombia and Uganda. So how to embark on international research during a pandemic? I was fortunate enough with colleagues and collaborators from Colombia, India and Uganda to have been awarded a couple of international grants, some from the ODA and one from the ESRC Newton Fund to explore the impact of the pandemic and its varied public health restrictions on the lives and mental well-being of older adults living in these three different low- and middle-income countries, or LMICs. Establishing connections in the first place when you're unable to meet fellow researchers at conferences can be tricky. The good thing is that many of us are on Twitter and other social media platforms these days. This has really helped me in linking up with international researchers in the field. But it's also sometimes about knowing someone who may know someone. Again, it really is all about networking and making and keeping those connections. Once you've established your new network, and once you've been able to secure some funding, Zoom can help you hold meetings easily between countries. The only thing to bear in mind is the time zone differences. A helpful little gadget is this time zone meeting planner, especially when you have more than two time zones to consider. Even in between meetings, it's important to keep in touch via email and update one another about the progress of your joint project. This has already worked really well as part of a completed project with the RCUT in Uganda, where we looked at how the restrictions have impacted on older adults. We have a number of site visits and on-site workshops planned as well, which so far we're delaying because of the pandemic. It's all about trying to be as flexible as possible when doing research during this pandemic be that national or international research. If site visits or meetings don't have to happen when they were originally penciled in, why not postpone them for a while? Hopefully, later this year, though, will be travel will be feasible again without any hotel quarantine involved. In the meantime, though, it's definitely possible to conduct international research. And it's all the more interesting when you hear people in your meetings speak different languages. I can proudly announce I've learned a couple of words of Spanish already, so much in that I can say, have a good weekend. It won't get me anywhere once I'll be in Colombia, but for now, that will work. Thank you for listening. 
join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.